Welcome back to the Cloth Hyper Podcast. I wanted this to be quick and easy, but I am not making this quick and easy. My name is Bailey, and a long time ago, pre-pandemic, that long ago, I started a podcast about cloth diapering. And over those many years, I've been recording stories from parents, retailers, and brands about their cloth diapering story. Now, last year, I was presented with the opportunity to purchase a retail store, and I did not think that was in my future. If you had told me last year that I was going to be owning a store, a brick and mortar, I would not have believed you. But here I am, and in the purchasing and acquisition of a retail shop, I lost this thing called time. And the Cloth Hyper Podcast was one of those balls that I let go of, and I officially said goodbye the other day. But sometimes when you officially say goodbye, it gives you that release, that opportunity to say, hey, things are good. You know what? Maybe we do have a little bit of time. So this morning with the sun shining, I am carving out a little bit of time to share some of the many amazing stories that I recorded in um, January, February, and March of 2022. I'm starting today off with this one from Alexandra. I was going to release this in August of 2022, but here we are late, a little bit late, but definitely I think you need to hear this. So in Europe, they have a different kind of cloth diapering community model. And this model is based on uh, cloth diaper education training. I think kind of models, maybe a similar system like doulas or postpartum support people. And so there's a opportunity, a course that you can take to officially learn about cloth diapering. And then uh, you can go on and be a consultant. So Alexandra is going to share her experience in consulting, um, paid consulting, what that kind of looks like in the European space. And I think this is important information that we need to be sharing uh, within the North American space. I'm curious to see what your take is, if you think this is something that we can model. I am of two thoughts on this. One, I really kind of enjoy it. But the other is I'm worried because we do have a lot of extremists in the cloth diaper space. And what does this mean for cloth diaper education? Is there an opportunity for cloth diaper knowledge to evolve and change? Or does this keep cloth diaper knowledge, you know, held in the hands of a select few? And I'm, I don't like that latter. I think that cloth diaper knowledge should be peer to peer. It should be growth and it should be always changing. But you know what? My kids are aged out. And so it's not my time to choose these things anymore. I will share this information with the world and would love to see what happens next. As you know, my name is Bailey Bowman. I live in Northern British Columbia, Prince George. And now I own a brick and mortar called Nest and Sprout. Nest and Sprout is online. We're at nestandsprout.ca. We sell cloth diapers. We sell baby gear. We sell maternity clothes. We are growing and expanding. And your support whenever Canadians shop with me means everything to me. So let's share Alexandra's story. Why do you start with an introduction? Like, who are you? Where are you? You're joining me from late at night, Alexandra, in Germany. What part of Germany? Yes. So I'm Alexandra. Um, I live close to Hamburg. We're just south of Hamburg. Um, I've lived about 10 years of my life in England. So that's why I speak English. And then I hang out with a lot of American people. So my accent's kind of mixed depending on what I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I cannot pick up what you are. (laughs) <laughs> from exactly. I used to have a um, perfect British uh, Southeast England accent to the degree that people thought I was born and bred there kind of thing. And um, yeah, it changed with time. 
and work and having too many Americans around me and different European nations and so on. So, yeah, exactly. So we live just south, south of Hamburg and um, I do cloth diaper consultations. What, what, was people... the name? what is the name of this business operation? Well, it's been, it's basically um, something I think seems to be unique in the German speaking part of the world, mm -hmm. um, which is like Switzerland, Austria and Germany, basically, um, which is that we help others uh, to start their cloth diapering journey. If they want to get started and they don't know where to start and what to do, they go help. <laughs> and uh, they basically, they, it's a paid service and they pay us to explain to them what kind of diapers are there, like the systems, mm -hmm. uh, what materials, how do they wash, how do they put the diaper on, um, what do they do if it leaks, uh, and, 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 you know, like all the different questions people run into when they start cloth diapering. All of the things that in North America are being done right now by underpaid overworked mamas. So right. that's why I'm so excited to talk to you about this. Cause it's like, it sounds amazing. How long have you been doing this? I've been doing it since 2020. I actually opened my business on the 1st of February, 2020, and I had just about gone started and then we hit lockdown. Pandemic businesses, my favorite type of business. Yeah. You know, the thing is I've been cloth diapering since about mid 2019. Okay. And um, January, 2020, I found out that baby number three is on the way unexpectedly. So, and I knew I was not going to be able to control continue my job the way I'm gonna I've been doing it with three children um at that time under three yeah that's a lot of kids under yeah. three <laughs> yeah like my my oldest one is four and a half the middle one is three and the youngest is um at the end of the month one and a half oh look at you go yeah <laughs> so I knew I had to do something that I can do from home mm -hmm where I have flexible hours and I can just, you know, kind of squeeze it in here and there rather than be on a set schedule and, you know, arrive at nine o'clock and leave at five o'clock. Well, and little I as you know, coming into a pandemic, you would need that more than ever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, on top of that, in Germany, we are very, um, like, for pregnant women, I would say, like, for their health and so on. Like, the health system is pretty... Um, supportive so when it turned out I'm pregnant we're in a pandemic I actually got um, full pay but was basically at home the entire time on doctor's orders to keep me safe so it was a bit like okay what do I do with myself I need to do something and I'm like <laughs> well yeah like, I just sit here and do that thing I mean some people are can they're like awesome at home I found myself very bored very quickly you're like I need to do something both like I love being a housewife I love being a mom but I need to do something to kind of keep myself myself yeah you know like for me yeah and uh, I've always loved helping people I've always loved working with children um I wanted to become a teacher at one point so you know or childcare stuff like that but here in Germany the the requirements are like so huge I was like, nope, not mine. <laughs> so, um, 
this is like a good alternative. So what is this, what is this call? Is it like, what do you guys, what would be the English translation? Of- consultant is the closest I've gotten. Okay. So like a, your cloth diaper consultant. And yeah. do you see this in other baby industries in your area? Like, are there breastfeeding consultants and sleep yes, consultants? Yes, you have, I, exactly. You have breastfeeding consultants. You have uh, exactly baby wear on the subject of baby wearing. Um, you have it on um, child seat safety. Yeah, like um, yeah, car seat. Yeah, car seat, definitely. Whole and, thing. Um, um, baby led winning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah um and generally sleep yes sleep consultation um what else is there there's there is like so much oh and diaper free of course oh diaper free yes yes which is very close to you know like what i do and a lot um do diaper free and cloth consultation Mm -hmm. um the thing is here in germany it's kind of like if you don't have a certificate you you shouldn't be doing it or you don't feel good about doing it kind of thing. Like um, I wouldn't call myself a, a diaper free consultant because I just haven't done the training for it. Okay. I can definitely, uh, you know, get parents started on it. It's like no biggie, but I wouldn't call myself that. Because diaper free, she has a program, right? And a consulting program. Yeah, exactly. Like there's, there, there's different, like there's different ones. There is the Hello Nappy. Uh, who started this whole from Rita Mesma. Um, and then there's uh, Artgerecht. I don't know how you translate this. Uh, let me think. Um, like, uh, ooh, the way we're supposed to be kind of thing, you know? It's okay. like, uh, she, uh, yeah, she's written a whole book on the subject of babies and children that, you know, we as... Um, humankind need to kind of like step back and go back to our roots oh interesting so is there is the cloth diaper consulting in the german-speaking areas because i guess it's a kind of a broad region you outlined uh did they have a training program are you trained or is it just like yes i'm definitely there's uh two different um main training spaces uh one is called the cloth diaper academy which is sitting in Berlin (laughs) yes and she's really good and I wish I had done the training with her to be very honest I didn't I did with the cloth diaper experts which are also pretty cool um but her training is more intensive like I've done some additional training with her and it's like man it's just so nice yeah like this woman she she wrote a bachelor on cloth diapers yeah like (laughs) <laughs> I think I've seen her in a, a conference somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Jessica Savatska. Yeah. She is just absolutely awesome. I mean, she's just like, yeah, she has definitely put a new face um, also to this whole subject because um, not only is she training people, but she's done like a whole online course for parents that they can do. Um and she's really, really supportive of anyone that wants to consult. Like, this is so fascinating like, a lot. Me just to see you talk about this because it's like we don't see this happening in North America. And for me, as one of like the leading thought leaders in the North American space, I I love this idea because it's like one hand, cloth diaper parents 
are giving so much of themselves and they burn out and it's like yes we need a system where they are supported and trained and educated and then it's just like fascinating that it's just fascinating that you've like it's been embraced because I'm like could I roll this out in Canada and the United States and my gut instinct is no and so I think you could actually because I'm sure you have um sleep consultants in the U.S. Well, do you think I, I'm I've sure never run do. into one? You see, and you have people that um, give their knowledge about baby wearing. I, I know because I know I'm baby in wearing like, consults are trained. I'm, exactly. And you have to be because it's really a bit of a know-how in terms of, you know, how to put that baby into a sling without, you know, <laughs> putting it in wrong or having it fall down on the floor. Yes. And I think the thing is, if a few people would start and say, you know what, I'm going to, in addition to teaching people how to baby wear, I'm going to teach them how to cloth diaper. Yeah. You know, and if a few people would start and do it, you know, I'd be willing to do English workshops online. Mm-hmm. you know on an international basis because i speak english yeah and um i know that at the beginning people say why do i have to pay for something that i can research the internet yes and then i say yes you're right you can but how many hours are you going to spend researching that until you have all the correct data and have tried it out <laughs> How many? And then they get so overwhelmed, (laughs) and then they walk away from it. I know. Well, I take maybe two hours, and Mm -hmm. then you have the basics. You know what to do, and if you have a question, you know what? I'm a phone call away. Mm -hmm. I'm a video call away. You can just say, you know, Alexander, I'm not understanding this point on, you know. How do I actually put this prefold on properly? Can you show me again? And we do a little video chat and I just show you again. It's not a big thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I have to say, all the parents that I've consulted so far, they have stayed with cloth diapers. That's my was my next question. Like, do you see? You see, they stay, yeah? It's like I rent out packages um, for the newborns, like for the really small sizes. Yeah. Because one of the biggest things where I personally think that parents already give up is that they start with a one size diaper, they put it on their baby, and those legs ain't gonna fit in it. <laughs> I, well, that's the DM I got this morning. Someone was like, Do you do in home consults? And I was like, Not really, but you can come find me at work tomorrow and we can chat about it. Because uh, she's just like, I don't think my baby's legs are big enough. And I was like, how about we chat about it? Get yes. a newborn. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm a big fan of newborn covers and newborn stuff. Um, because first of all, it gives the parents to try out all the different systems and find what's what works for them. Try the different materials and see what happens. And it fits. So the leakage is like, um, not because it doesn't fit, but more because you know they didn't put enough in it or they left the baby for 12 hours and you know like whatever you know washcloth or something like that yeah. you know like the obvious things um plus the stuff has already been washed enough times that you know you're not gonna have to deal with that they don't absorb enough yeah they they're already like there um they have me there also, again, if they need something and they, they don't know what to do, they can call someone and say, look, uh, 
I'm running into trouble, you know, like the poop is still going all over the place or what do I do with this? And, you know, they have someone they can talk to, which of course lessens um, the failure. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest things I think I see in the industry, especially thinking about a lot of conversations I've had is like the leaks or the results in so much failure. One thing like that's come up in my week has been that there's cloth diaper brands in North America or people going into making cloth diapers in North America. And they do these focus groups with parents about why they fail at cloth diapering. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that comes up is that rye snaps. There's too many snaps (laughs) on a diaper, parents are overwhelmed. So then this brand decides to design a diaper that's simpler for parents without rye snaps. And okay, yes, but, uh, it's almost like like bambino mio. Does they have no rice snaps? Their cover, their covers have no rice snaps. No, yes. Yeah. So, so it's tidy tots and handcraft are the two that I, I here in North America, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. assembly baby. And it's just like mm-hmm. it feels like uh, they're going about it to approach. Okay, well, how do we simplify cloth so parents are successful instead of maybe going about like how do we just support parents in learning how to use this product? Right. <laughs> Like because you know that's this product that's a US thing. It's a US thing. They try to make things as simple as simple instead of educating. Okay, but are cloth diaper consultants generally respected across the German cloth diaper community? Yes and no. Of course, there is many people that go, ah, I don't need that, and they get started without. Mm -hmm. And then they find out, hmm, maybe I should ask someone. You know, there's those. Um like everywhere but then there's enough people that do say look i'd like to actually know before i go do you have so in the north american space we have three big facebook groups that kind of dominate the conversation fluff love cloth diapers for beginners cloth washing care and i can see them revolting against an idea of consults and being like because a conversation that we've seen is that when american cloth parents notice that the clean cloth nappies in the Australia charge money for their consults. I've seen discourse that people are like, why, why would you ever pay somebody for this? And they get really negative about it. And so it's kind of entirely shut it down, but it seems like wow. people are so accepting and it's like, yes, we should be paying people for their time. I'm, I think one, two, three, I'm in four Facebook groups here, like that are German based. Uh-huh. Um, one, it's actually called, um, cloth diapers here um cloth diaper consultants help you okay right and only consultants are allowed to answer questions i think it really helps that like consultants have gone through a training program yeah i mean it's like we're trained we know what we're doing um and we have networked ourselves that's the other thing is like that for example i'm in a network with other people from hamburg that are all cloth diaper consultants. And we all have kind of our areas. We also have a website that we run together where one person, she keeps it updated and we pay our dues to her. Is that the website and we that you our own me? website. No, cover? that's my own one. Oh, okay. But I have a set, like I'm linked on the other one. Oh, okay. So that if people are looking for a cloth diaper consultant within Hamburg, they can find that website. And because it's linked to mine, if I'm the closest one, they'd come and contact me directly, but they can also just contact us in general over the website. And then whoever has space and time 
you know, says, here, yeah, me, 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 you know, and okay. we send them so, our names. So I just Googled the city of Hamburg. You've got 1.84 million people. And you're telling me right. that in a city of 1.8 million people, you have multiple cloth diaper consultants and you guys have all We're come like together by now. Yeah, we, we, are, we have two that are completely diaper-free consultants, like they don't do anything else but diaper-free. Um, then there's a third diaper-free and cloth diaper consultant. And then there are seven of us, I think. Yeah. Wow. Do you feel like cloth is mainstreamish in Germany? No, <laughs> not, not yet. And I always say, why do we have to be in competition with each other? There's some many people there's so many babies being born you know we're not going to run out of business anytime soon we can share you know and it's also like if one has a rental free and you know someone else is looking for one we write in the group and say hey anyone you know up for grabs kind of thing and then you know we pass it along rather than just say oh we don't have one okay sorry customer but you know bye-bye you know we'd rather yeah. someone else get the as, so we're working as a team yes yeah. we're in competition with each other but not like in a bad way it, what it reminds yeah. me of is my local doula collective and this is probably the closest <laughs> thing that I've ever seen to this because our local doulas they all also I don't know if they share a website but they all share a Facebook and they pass each other off when people are looking for doulas or at least they did when I was looking for a doula looking for ago. one yeah um and thinking about it it's just like obvious why are we not doing this and this is what I really love and I'm so glad that you reached out to me Alexandra because it's we have so much that we can learn from the international community and from each other about different ways that we can support parents because I feel like in North America we are struggling to really move forward and we're kind of in a stalemate the thing is of course, these free groups and like the free information, it's fantastic for someone that really doesn't have the cash to spend, mm-hmm. you know, but like someone who really is short in time and that those are usually the people that have the cash in hand. It often goes together. I mean, um, I wrote a book on cloth diapering and I sold like 500 copies last year. So like there's people out there who- want I was going to get it, but my husband put a stop on <laughs> you to get my... it. It sounds like you are formally trained no, in cloth diapering. You do not No, but book. I love stuff like this. You see, I love stuff like this because my viewpoint is you never stop learning. Yes. You never stop learning. You know, like the amount of books I have in my bookshelf, it's a bit unreal, but that's... Well, you'll have to send me your address and I'll send you a copy, Alexandra. (laughs) Oh, you're trying to get rid of my 2021 edition because I've learned so much since I wrote this book 18 months ago that there are things I really am itching to update on it. And I I bought a couple cases. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) which guys, I'm just being transparent here. I told you guys this on the show. I, uh, you're yeah. always learning. You're learning little new ways about how to do things. Does the Cloth Diaper yeah. Academies then support you in that ongoing learning for consultants? Absolutely. I mean, um, if I would have done my whole course by her, then every time she does an update, I get the update. Oh. Like, and the courses that I've done by her, like when she updates them, I can just go in and, you know, view the update. So. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like I've done two, which is one on the rentals because I wanted to make sure I have all the data on that. Yeah. So I do a proper job for my customers and also from the legal aspect of it. Um, I bought her contract that she put through legal to make sure that, you know, 
I don't get any kind of, you know, backlash in terms of, but you gave me used nappies and nah, 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 nah. You know, like whatever, you know, parents can get into when they, their hormones are in the wrong place yes, yes. a long time. You know? um, kind of thing. So just to kind of save myself legally. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, it's, it's not as bad as mine. It's a huge fear. Yeah, in the US, I, I'm sure I would need a contract that's like three times as long as the one I have. <laughs> but that's a difference. Oh, um, yes. You know, and the other thing that she taught me is online courses, um, like, you know, the layout and how to do online stuff. Because, um, yeah, and that one she actually did free of charge at the beginning of the pandemic to just support us all. Like, yeah. I, you know, and I, I thought that was really cool of her, you know, like this kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I like, I'm like, my brain is like whirling and not that I need any more projects <laughs> right now. I'm just like, it, I think you've got to that it's also like a show thing because one of my hesitations first when I kind of heard about this consulting thing was like so something that we've seen with those large Facebook groups is they begin to like hoard knowledge and it's like it becomes super don't have access to it and you don't have to critique it and a normal person couldn't just call up Fluff Love University and figure out why um, I ran into that with Bill BLW, like Babylad winning. Okay. I was uh, on the admin team of BLWBB for Germany. It's like it's like a huge Facebook group on the subject and I was admining there and they were like shutting down any posts that had the mention of puris and you know the traditional winning stuff and I was like come on guys, you know, like what the hell. So I left the admin at one point because it was just getting a bit too much you know it was just getting too much mom bashing just by shutting down the post mm-hmm. you know I'm like okay you know I'm for alternatives you know like my viewpoint is um most parents are not even aware that they have the alternative to cloth diaper yeah you know and those are the parents that I'd actually like to reach you know the ones that are doing it because you know it's better for the environment or because they want to save money or because they don't want so much garbage or whatever you know they will find me mm-hmm. yeah and they will find ways in how to cloth diaper but the parents that don't even know that they have an alternative that they can you know use cloth diapers that they can baby wear that they can you know um, do baby led winning those are the parents that we're actually trying to reach they're like the hardest the hardest to find right it feels like or they're the ones that you know I think we're just going to reach by being having big numbers having a big reach out you know and you know if one Facebook group thinks okay we have to consult all the parents that have started fine do it you know like get them started but make sure they keep cloth diapering you know and if they have real big problems send them to someone who really knows what they're doing I mean the fact that you could probably visit them google cloth diaper consultant in Hamburg but in German language words and find you like would that come up like if I was to google cloth diaper yeah and near me would you show up what is it i think so stuff, stuff I, I would give it a try i mean i was just looking at my website figures just before we started talking and i had 232 people visit my website last month yeah and i think that's pretty cool yeah. and 
Um, you know, but from those 232 people, there were four contacts. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, you know, somehow I need to still work on my website that it's more attractive for people. <laughs> that conversion. <laughs> That's actually. Yes. Yeah, the exactly. Is the it's not we're all struggling with on the internet. <laughs> right. And I know I'm not too expensive that I know from my fees. I, I asked 35 euro an hour. Okay. Um, there are others that are actually, you know, more dear than I am. Um, but they, some of them are more trained. Like they also do diaper free and this and that. And they've been like many years in the business. And I'm like, okay, you know, I asked where I'm like, okay, I'm I would be comfortable paying myself that amount. I mean, it's I like work. the doula business. Some doulas charge $700 a birth and some charge 5,000 a birth you fight right find who works for you exactly you know um so i'm not cheapest but i'm also not the most expensive you know i'm kind of like in the middle do you find that the work has been i want to say satisfactory but that is not right have you been yeah satisfied in the work are you enjoying it absolutely oh yeah i love it i love every single consultation i love it when parents then write to me and go like wow it's working you know um we're doing it you know it's like wow you know another another one that is actually gonna you know keep doing it even if there are days where they use disposables mm -hmm. you know like um that's also the view i kind of give across i'm like you know don't stress yourself if for christmas you know you don't want to do washing get a pack of disposables use them you know like chill about it it's not a problem. Yeah. yeah, it's not an all in all out activity. You know, like this last week, I haven't had the brains to go and do washing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so three kids. I use the pack of disposables. I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. yeah, because my sanity is worth more than a garbage bag. You know, <laughs> it's like. And I mean, that narrative is something I've heard from cloth paper brands like across the globe has been the most beneficial and influential to getting more parents on board. It's just like, like yeah. ditching that all or nothing narrative has like people are now curious. So, like, okay, maybe I could do this. Knowing that they could, because fail, that's knowing that they could come back. This, yeah, because that's really the thing that um, some people were pushing was really like this, you have to do it all, you know? And I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah, and you can see the parents relax instantly <laughs> and kind of go like, okay. And I'm like, you know, there is no cloth diaper police. No, I mean, there you might know? be an there academy, but there's definitely not a police. Like there's no cloth diaper police that is coming after you because you didn't use the whole day cloth diapers. Mm -hmm. You know, my view is if you use one a day, you have saved 365 diapers from going to landfill. And that's a viewpoint people need to take. Yeah. And that's a ton of diapers. Like talk about right. impact. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and like 365 diapers is like five packages or something silly too, which is like probably a hundred bucks by the end of the year. Right. But that's you know, like a hundred bucks, <laughs> like have it or not have it. Yeah. And also, I don't know how it is in the US, but in Germany, you pay to get your garbage disposed of. Yeah. I don't know how it is either. I mean, I, everybody has right? a little bit different. <laughs> I'm in Canada. So the more garbage you need to get disposed of every two weeks when they come, the more you pay. Oh, only every two. That weeks. means 
yeah, they come every two weeks. And I have, for example, let me see, I think it's 120 liter thing. And we used to have a bigger one. And um, because when I arrived in the house, the guy said, yeah, you have, you have three kids and, you know, they're in diapers. So he sent me the big one. Like he didn't let me finish that I'm doing cloth, right? So then after like, you know, constantly being empty, I'm like, excuse me, I need a smaller diaper, you know, like I need a smaller one. He's like, but you have kids. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But, you know, I'm doing cloth diapers. I don't have that much diaper garbage. <laughs> I Googled 120 liters, guys. It's like a standard garbage can. I just needed to visually put it in my head. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I was just like, what yeah, is you know, like I actually liters? Down I just have the medium sized like- one on my, I, my city offers three options. Uh, they do weekly pickup and I just have medium. <laughs> do not have large. So the trend coming out of California is I think that California residents have smaller garbage cans. And so it's really going to vary across the world, across the United States, across Canada, what your access is to garbage. We all have completely different access and completely different fees. Like for some people, it's super easy. And for some people, it's really hard to throw away anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think the harder it is to throw away, the more one should be concerned where it ends up then. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. There are still yeah. reservations in Canada that burn their trash. So uh, yes. lots of scary things. A question that I had about thinking about the consulting side of it, how yes. does that work with brands? So brands and retailers, is there any kind of... Exactly. I am brand independent. Okay. Yeah, I consult brand independent. I do try to um, have tested the brands before um, I recommend something, you know, where I say, hey, maybe you want to go in that direction or you want to have a look at this and stuff. And I have a couple of brands that are for me on like a bit of a no-no list just because of how they've exactly depending on how they treat their customers or how they've treated you know other consultants uh, you know things like that I kind of go okay you know who can't deal with humans um you know or if they're or if their cloth diapers are like the washing recommendations are in such a way that they're never going to get clean I'm I'm sorry you know I'm not going to recommend that to someone you know especially parents that are just starting I can't do that. You know, it's kind of like against my own better judgment. You know, I have a little list of no-no brands that I tend to just avoid talking about too. Exactly. Um, based on a variety yeah, of experiences. Exactly, you know. um, but I have a lot of brands that I love. Um, I've tried out a lot of different things. Um, like when I started cloth diapering, I did... Um, a wool cover with um, a terry uh, flat at the beginning and then I tried some all-in-threes and then I went on to like a whole bunch of all-in-ones so I've been through the systems you know Um, my favorite is wool yeah I absolutely love wool and uh, it's kind of like my go-to most of the time but I have some PUL covers because you know when she she poops you know and it's like <laughs> the wool covers aren't necessarily safe so you know, like but right um, now, I've tried everything and when I have two oh well when you have a sick kid <laughs> yeah I, I have I have three kids 
right? And I have two in diapers. Mm. Um, the third is, yeah, working on being dry in the night. It's kind of a work in progress. Um, so, they're bored, so they're kind of taking their time. Oh, yes, they take their time. They go as they um, are. Yeah, you know, I'm like, okay, fine. Um, I think the youngest, she's going to be done before the boys. <laughs> But there you go. Yeah, but so um, I love covers and I love putting whatever inside. So that's kind of my um, system that I use at home um, because with two children in diapers, that's the one that you know works so that I don't have um, 20,000 laundry washing machines going. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Finding that system that really works for you is key. If people want to connect with you, where can we find you on the internet? How can we connect with you specifically? If we have maybe more questions, we live in Hamburg. We want some digital support. So I'm at www.vindezhauber.com. You're going to, I'm going to write it to you. And I think you're going to put it in your. Uh, yeah. So I will put it in the little info. I'll send it out in the email guys. Exactly. Alexander's information. But if you're listening how do we spell that, Alexandra? Exactly. It's W-I-N-D-E-L-Z-A-U-B-E-R.com. And it basically translates into diaper magic. Okay. Is Wendell, is Wendell the word for diaper? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Because the background to that is that I'm considered a little bit of a witch by family and friends um so uh that's kind of you know how this whole thing came about all right and you're and you're we can find you on instagram as well but that's a different exactly name. exactly it's the other way around uh, basically with an 81 at the bottom uh, at the back of it robert z-a-u-b-e-r underscore window w-i-n-d-e-l-e-1 well thank you so much alexandra for sharing about this with me i'm like incredibly fascinated uh